Rise and shine. Wake up and get to the bag, goddammit. Lord woke us up. We might as well get to this bag. Now, I got a special, special guest in the building today. Hey, what's going on? My name is Austin Smith. I'm from the Good Guys Walk on YouTube. Basically, it's a platform that displays positive friendship amongst black women. Uh, we've been friends for pretty much 15 years. We just wanted to pretty much show our worlds to y'all from doing dinners to deep conversations about adulting to female hygiene and so much more. So make sure you guys subscribe and like our channel on YouTube. It's the Good Gals. And thank you so much for having me on Get to the Bag podcast. Let's yeah. get started. Okay. Uh, like, this is the first episode I had where this is a joint episode with someone who also has a podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay. So already this is special. This is different. Right? So... Mm-hmm. First, for the people, tell me, good gals, how did it come about? Like, what happened? Well, basically originated from my friend Camila. She kept saying, like, we need to display our friendship. Like, a lot of people don't really have long-term friendships. And especially between women, it's, like, not really existent. So pretty much she said, we should start recording, like, our trips where we do dinners and, like, Mm -hmm. hang out and talk our conversations. Right. And basically said, start a YouTube channel. And that's how we started the good gals. Okay. Camila. (laughs) Wow. That's so... Off of that one idea, it kind of showed how y'all kind of going through life yes. and, and growing through daily life. For sure. That's I mean, new. We've been friends for like over 15 years, so it's been a okay. minute since we know each other. Okay, that's good. That's good. <laughs> that's good. I mean, those long-lasting friendships, you don't see those anymore, you know? Not at all, especially <laughs> amongst like women. I feel like it's either some beef you see on like social media or just like we fake with each other. At least you see somebody genuine. It's like a fresh, refreshing, you know? Right, right. And um, I think that, you know, that you bring that up, the unity amongst women. Like, I think that's something that's uh, been a growing theme as of late because you got so much woke culture that's being developed now into movies and shows. And the theme of this woke culture is women empowerment. It's, um, you know, women kind of showing that they're stronger and breaching out to different roles that they haven't normally dominated before in the past right so some of the topics we're gonna get to today is gonna be woke hollywood woke culture some of the movies and shows that have been coming out about women that are basically some of them are doing good and some of them are doing really bad so yeah they flopping so we're gonna talk about why they flopping what's going on exactly and how can we better display what we really want you know because right now they're coming out with stuff that everybody doesn't want. Everybody's not asking for it. And that's why it's not doing good. You know? That's true. We need to find out what role suits the certain actress. Right. Play it, especially if it's a lead role. Exactly. But we're going to get to that. That's something a little later. And that's the main topic. But for right now, I want to get into the basics. All right. Okay. We got good guys. We got to get to the bag podcast in the building. So I think we should start off with some. What are some codes that you don't break? Okay. Got some bro codes, and give me some gal codes, <laughs> and we can talk about some code that you don't break. One of the codes you don't break, and of course, y'all probably already know where I'm going with this. If your homie has a girl, a girlfriend, I'm not talking about a dude he sees, uh, like a girl that he sees at late hours. Like I'm talking about, this is the girlfriend. She done came around the guys, came around the family, and you put a baby in this woman, oh right? So y'all stuck forever okay now if that happens that woman is off limits to all friends and close associates i think it's pretty much easily understood right but recently we see a lot of trending uh news going on with a little fizzle pop (laughs) and uh, omarion and his baby mom being with little fizz now that's awful it's messy no, it's awful. It they, is awful. They, they know what's going on. They should have never did that. He broke code number one in front of the whole world, right? Okay. So he broke the code. When he broke the code, it was with impunity, right? It was like with no type of drawback. It's like he didn't have no remorse. He actually loves the chick and is like going hard for her. Now, the problem with, with that, right, is Omarion did drop a picture of the Millennium Tour that's supposed to be happening in 2020. Oh, super petty. That was a good move, though. <laughs> and yeah, there move. are a couple people that are missing from this tour. And B2K is one of them. 
Now, what do you think about that? Like, what's your take on it? Uh, I think he was, like, petty for doing that, but he's been silent about this whole situation the entire time. Mm-hmm. Most men would just kind of be petty and just put our business out there. Right. kind of respected her in a sense of just not being angry and vicious right. and, like, either trying to take the kids away or something mm-hmm. of that nature. But he just did it on, like, the calm on Little Fizz's birthday. Right. He said, <laughs> I'm getting this bag. You're not a part of it. And then it kind of made it more awkward because it's like he has two other members on that group. So mm-hmm. it's like they're not getting any money either. Kind of nope. makes them kind of like uh, I hate them. Like, I would hate Lil Fizz for a while while I was on B2K. I mean, you have to. Yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's very hard. It's very hard to not hate Lil Fizz. I'm right. not gonna lie. I don't hate on people, but you have to understand. It's very difficult not to have some type of like, like to not have some type of disdain against this man because one of the other group members, and I don't know all they members. Right. Yeah, I'm the trying to remember the names. I did go to the tour last year and it was oh, really you, good. You went to the tour? Yeah, oh, you got to give me some names. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not Fizz, it's it? not Jay Mario. Bug. Yeah, Jay, Jay Bug's Bug. the main person. Jay Bug and... Jay Bug. He's the one i seen the post about. Yeah, he was and, mad. And he was upset. He was on live. He was like, dang, I ain't going to see that. <laughs> no more no more joining FaceTimes with Omarion. Of course not. And, and uh, Fizzle Pop destroyed the bag. But I think they were beefing, like, prior to this whole situation. Right. Like, they weren't really friends or close on the tour, but at least they didn't, like, show it while they performed, which is pretty right. good. A lot of artists don't know how to keep the tour maintaining mm-hmm. without the beef getting into the way of it. So I'm trying to be, like, Omarion, on my chill vibe, not right. worry about nothing bothering me, just get to the bag, you know? Get to the that's bag, the God point. damn it. And Omarion, that's what exactly what he did. Yeah. He said, listen... He had a Vlad uh, TV interview, right? Mm-hmm. And he said, all I care about is change the narrative. I have kids with this woman, and I just want the narrative to change. And that is, that's a lot of growth to say something like that when someone that you've been in a group with all your life, basically, your adulthood, teenagehood, all your life, is blatantly disrespecting you. And I think, and I said this before on my Instagram, we all got to take a page out of Marion's book because he really showed how you boss up and how you get someone back without even saying anything. Moving silence. Moving in silence. Let the bag talk. So exactly. So first rule: don't mess with your homie's woman. She's off limits. That's definitely a bro code rule. Can I guess a universal code. Is it? Women. Yes. Is it? If I see somebody that you're in a relationship with, I would not pursue them. Especially my friend. If we're not as close, I just know that you obviously had a relationship with them. Right. I had some type of bond. So it's like, why disrespect you in that sense? Like, right. there's so many men out there. It's like, right. it's okay not to have that person. But have you witnessed this before? Uh, I haven't witnessed it, no. You've never I've been, I've been around it. genuine people. Like, okay. I don't know. There's some other people that might do that, okay. but I haven't seen I know Miss Smith got some genuine people <laughs> I got some good people. Here. I got some good gals around some me. Some good you know? gals. Okay. That's, that's okay. That's yeah. good. That's good. You keep you keep longer friendships that way. Of course, you have to respect one another, and I feel like that's so missing in this generation. Like people just don't care about nothing. Oh no, the lines are definitely blurred in 2019. <laughs> we get we into 2020, ain't gonna be no lines. Of course, it's not. gonna be like driving to Baltimore. Okay. <laughs> it's just it's just figuring it out, you know. <laughs> so, um, get the people uh, a strong girl code. Strong girl code. What code y'all living by out here? I- I'm just curious. I gotta think about the same thing. Trying to put me off guard. I guess respect one another. Respect like, one I'm not gonna call you out your name if you're not around. Like, uh-huh. just make sure you respect your friend. You could be beefing or not disagree, whatever, but just don't speak badly in their name if they're not around in that right. room. Just like, keep it 100. Yeah. Yeah, that's like, a girl uh, code, I think. Bringing yeah. the energy while the energy's in front of you. Of don't, course. Don't, don't back. And, and run back to the group and start talking, you know, the meeting after the meeting. Don't have yeah, the don't meeting. Don't do that. Please don't do that. Don't do the meeting <laughs> after the meeting. Just just keep it thorough. Hold it down. And, uh, you know, just address it. I feel like we all, we adults. We at that point in life. Yeah, some people are a little petty though as adults, but. Pettiness is something that keeps us uh, excited. Keeps us entertained. <laughs> yeah, especially on social media. In the oh, of course. Room. Social media is the epitome of pettiness like it's all it is really seriously now with the bro codes and the girl codes right it sets up guidelines of things we should do and what we shouldn't do because they're not essentially rules because people break them you know they, they break them but they're more aligned they're like you know they guide you in the direction right so in my mind 
I'm trying to figure out what would guide people in the direction of trying to take away gender roles in 2019 if we all have roles to play, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I know you see it. Like we said, the lines are blurred, right? Of course. And in 2019, you got a lot of independent women out there yes, that that are, that are getting to that uh-uh bag yes. that want to wear multiple hats. Now, mm-hmm. do you think gender roles is something that's still in place or is that an outdated ideology? I think with women now, we're starting to get our education more. Like, everyone has degrees, getting better jobs, better salaries. So, mm-hmm. we are taking more, even with, like, the bills or just, like, maintaining the household. If it's, like, what's your role in a relationship? Is it either, like, doing the wifely duties? Like, you know, like, women will be, like, a cook cleaning while the men pays the bills. But it's, like, what if the women are taking on the bills now? That mm-hmm. seems to be a trend at this point. That's what's going on. There's definitely a lot more women that's making money that are doing dual roles. And it's, like... Then if that happens, then it's like, all right, what's the new, what is the new man role in 2019, <laughs> right? Yeah, I what, think it should be like 50-50 now. 50-50. I mean, I don't know problem paying a bill or paying like for dinner or something like that when I'm on a date with a guy or if I'm One dating second. somebody. When was the last time you paid for dinner for a guy? Ooh. Uh, <laughs> I had to catch you right there for well, you. It's, it's been a minute because, like, if I'm with them, like, for long term, then I'll pay for it because obviously we've established their relationship. But, okay. like, like starting dating now, somebody, I haven't paid the bill, like, essentially the first date or nothing like that. But I would. Uh, I had so no problem how, doing it. How many dates until you coming out your pocket? I say three. Three dates. Yes. <laughs> you Is got that a lot? Three dates. I mean, you could say three dates and buy them a pack of gum. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. You could go on three dates and get the Uber. <laughs> so yeah, it depends on what really you coming out your pocket for. But three dates, I think, for women women are really, like, that's that's pretty much. I think you get standard. another person. Because, yeah. like, what if the second date doesn't work out? You never right. got a chance to get that dinner. Right. So, mm-hmm. okay. So on the fourth date, it's Benny Hanna's on you. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. You got it. That's okay. fine. There's <laughs> that, a lot of want. bag talking here. Listen, if I like you and I feel you, like, I want to, like, like, um, kind of do my end on it. Like, I'm going to treat or whatever. I don't right. Have a problem with it. Okay. All right. See. That's what I said. The roles are changing. The roles I mean, are changing. I do like to get treated. Don't get me wrong. But right. I will treat you too. We're showing effort. Okay. So, what's getting treated in 2019? Because I feel like going into 2020, things are so different. Like, before, you could treat a woman to a bouquet of flowers. That's that nice. Was, that was like, that was it. That was like, oh, my man, care about me. <laughs> you know? And then, but now 2019, you give a bouquet of flowers, like that might not be enough. It might be expecting a car with $100 in it. So, what's, what, what treats the ideal woman today? What, what well, is, I think it's about um, the person's standards. I feel like a lot of social media presence has changed their mindset of what they want to be treated like. They're seeing girls get like blue purses, uh-huh. money rolled up in bags, these right. extravagant dinners. But it's like, uh-huh. if you're dating somebody you may not have that, what are you expecting now? Are you going like, dismiss a nice guy because he doesn't have money for you to treat you right? But like, my idea of a date is honestly like making sure he picks you up, opens the door for you, gets you flowers, and Chivalry. then choose okay. for the date. Like, and okay. pays attention. Half that stuff guys aren't doing because they either want to just flex. Right. Not get to know you, or they're trying to hit as right. the end result. So it's like if you're missing that um, effort of getting to know the person, you can't really get that good date. So. Okay, so what's what's a what's a great date? What's what's the like you hitting all cylinders on a date? Mm. What's a great date? A great date for me, or just a great date in general? I mean, you speaking. <laughs> so, <laughs> so no, I just think if the guy listens, like if you're uh-huh. having a conversation with a female and she's telling you stuff she wants to have on a date, mm-hmm. either like going to dinner or a certain restaurant, right. picking out her certain flowers, uh-huh. and just like making sure it's catered to her the entire way, like I think that's a great date. Okay, it's so hard to be. It's like certain women like certain things, so it's like you can't cater that. So add that special element. Yeah, to, surprise to into it. Oh, okay, yeah. all right. So you ain't even really gotta go all the way out you just gotta add that special i just want to know that you listen to me listen Listen. okay so all right so you like the good listeners yes that's what's going on okay the good listeners all right (laughs) all right so good listeners and now going the extra mile without having to say anything we have to okay 
okay. What's what's the extra mile? Because the extra mile for me might be opening that door. <laughs> what's the extra mile? It I'm might like, be. Let's put the question. What is your idea of date for a female? If you're what? going out the way for her. My my ideal date for a female, like the great one. Like yeah, this is a good spicy. Date. Okay, a spicy date is right for Wait, me. What is spicy? Hold on. Huh? What is spicy? Spicy is like exciting. You know, okay. when you eat something spicy, you start to sweat. You mm-hmm. you get the live open the pores. It's like you wide eyed. You ready, right? So a spicy, like extravagant, great date for me is one. I'm not driving. What? If I'm not driving already, this date is is excellent. Okay. So if she come pick me up, I get in the passenger. What you trying to do? It's like usher trading places. Listen, ain't nothing. Listen, what you say? The roles change. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I'm trying to change to the passenger seat. Okay. Now she ain't even got to drive, but if she facilitates transportation for the night, that's already like I'm now. I got. First of all, now I can drink. Like, really drink. Nice. Now, I don't care what we plan to do. I want to do more. Because mm-hmm. now it's just like I feel like I'm free out here. But most importantly, besides driving, right, okay. you got to bring a certain excitement, right? Come on. Right, excitement is like this. Like, you could turn something like a regular activity, like going out to dinner, mm-hmm. like something like that. You can make that exciting depending on the type of person you are. Right? Me, I'm silly, right? So you ain't gonna have no dinner with me and you ain't gonna be laughing. Right? So if you can't like entertain you through the date? Essentially, if you okay. can't entertain me and I'm doing the blunt force of the entertainment, which is what I normally do, okay. then that's already like ah, what can I do with that? But it's like you got me, you picked me up. Give me entertainment. You entertaining me at this point, it's like damn. Do you really care about your last name? <laughs> like, uh, so what's what? next? What else is that, that pizzazz, that spiciness besides picking you the, up and entertaining you? Listen, that last spice mm. is towards later parts in the night. Don't want to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> later parts in the night where you come alive. Okay. <laughs> and I really get to see who you are, right? Right. Because essentially, you're leading up to that, right? Sometimes for men... Getting to that point is more exciting than when you get there, because okay. it's like it's that unknown. It's like what's going to happen. It's Being like exactly. It. It's like, what, am I? Is this what we doing? Like, to, <laughs> oh, right now? Like you, you kind of at the whim of however the woman wants to steer you in the direction, and depending on how exciting it is, I mean, depends on what's going on. Like some people is just like, all right, you, let's say you hit a great date, which is for me already. I'm not driving. You said yeah, yeah, I'm not driving. If we can go somewhere and dance, that'd be great too. Dancing? I like to dance. So we done went out, not driving, dancing. It's lit. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wow. You like dinner? You like want a meal with it too? What's up? I should have ate already. But should've if I didn't, I, I should have ate already. But okay. if I didn't eat already, we should have ate before we went dancing. <laughs> like, if we dancing on empty stomachs, it's right. not an excellent date. <laughs> like, is she treating you to the drinks as well? It's like a whole day where she pays for everything. No, no. Cause I don't. I feel weird. If she pays for weird. if she feels for everything, I feel weird. But like, that's what she said. You wanted a spicy date. Spicy is just I don't gotta drive. <laughs> really? I don't gotta drive, and you bring that excitement. That's spicy enough. Cause I know me. Like, I know the energy I'm going to bring. Like, I know that, okay, I ain't got to worry about this. I ain't got to worry about taking us home. Okay, now I'm going to be lit. Now I can really be myself. And if you lit, now I'm lit and you lit. And we getting kicked out of places. Now it's lit. <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? Because that's what it's about. You mean that conventional, hmm, hmm, how you doing? You good? You do that all the time, right? Yeah. I want something exciting. That's what I want. Okay. If we can go somewhere and you get the Uber and we kick, get kicked out of somewhere and we leave laughing and joking and shit, that's then that's that's a date for me. Right. And then I can see how you is when you come alive later. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, special treatment later. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because now I'm going to have that extra motivation to go forth and start pulling out tricks, right? Because nobody will pull out tricks on the first time. Some girls do. Some guys do. You do that, then that's the great day. That's 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 just that's now that's that adds the spice because it was bland until it got there. Because you do all that other shit, and if that that final leg, that last bit of that date ain't it, then it wasn't spicy enough, you know. But it's hard dating. Like, are you single? Or are you? I'm single right now, currently. Yes. How do you date? Uh, 
I'm doing a whole purse where they come to me because like uh, I so did you don't try. Date. Oh wait, what? What <laughs> you, to say? they come to you so you don't date. <laughs> they come to me, of course, but it's like I just want to see who you are, like how yeah. you carry yourself. I'm not just trying to date anybody, to mm-hmm. be honest. Like I right. know somebody prior to the date. So are you on like a time clock? I'm meeting a lot of women that's on time clocks. As soon as I meet them, they be like, listen, nigga, you, it's like 24. You got 23 hours, nigga, before <laughs> my attention is gone uh, <laughs> or before I go marry Joe Blow. So you got a time clock? Uh, just getting to know somebody. I at least give them like a couple months before I like either make my decision if I don't want to talk to them anymore or just like if they're really putting in work and trying to pursue me, like I'm going to see how it goes. What's your, what's your deal breaker? Uh, kids. I don't want to talk to a guy who has kids. Not even one child? No, I don't want to be stepmom, nor do I want to just have that extra stress. Because, like, if it's you have a kid, I'm going to want to take on and be a role in that kid's life as well. But right. like, I don't want to also overstep. I don't want to be beefing with the baby mom, uh-huh. nor the grandma. All the single fathers out there, <laughs> you're unwanted. Don't say that. It's not that. It's just a fact, like, I want to respect you and your child. Like, I would okay. never want to overstep. I All care. Right. I'm a caring person. All right. Scenario. Boom. Scenario for we want the next topic. Mm-hmm. All right. You got your ideal man, right? What's your ideal man? Is he tall? Is he short? Is he short? Is he tall? Uh, is he fat? Tall. Is he small? He's fit. He's built. fit. Yeah. He's built. Is he like The Rock or is he like oh. Christian Bale or Batman 2? Medium between medium. Yeah. Alright, he's Kevin Hart. No, is he tall? Not. Is he Kevin Hart's fit? Oh, he's fit, but he's a little. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Is he tall? Is he small? He's tall. He's tall. How tall are you? I'm five seven. I'm five seven. You taller than you? Yeah, I'd be like six two. Hopefully. Six two. Alright, he's tall. Okay. Yeah. You're a basketball player there. You make me right. like a jerk. <laughs> no, I just listen, you gotta get to the root of what you want. Right. Some women a lie. They be like, he can be tall or short, it don't matter. Yeah, they do. And they be a short nigga, he give him the world. They be like, uh-uh, why are you so short? So, I just want to get to it. All right, so he got to be taller than you. Yes. Okay, he can't handle kids. Mm-mm. Okay, what, what's next? He has to have a career. Career? Yeah. What type of career? He could be He could be, He could could be. be like a Magic Mike type boy. No, that like a, a solid nine to five, hopefully. Nine to five? Yeah. Nine to five? Or an entrepreneur, something that's legit. Legitimate, yes, all right. Like, no, no do boys, y'all. Mm-mm. Get your life right. <laughs> okay, so, so it has to be legit money, 6'2", yeah. fit. Alright. You gotta give me something else. What else? A good personality, charming. Charming. Okay. Yeah, holds a conversation. I like guys like that. Hold a conversation. Yeah. Okay. What if he got all of that? Okay. Here's the picker. Right? He got him. all of that. And you I'm not even going where you think I'm gonna go. Okay, good. He got all of that. But his teeth is fucked up. Ah. What you doing? How you gonna move? He got everything. All of it, the amenities, the career, ain't even nine to five, it's nine to two. Okay. I would still date him. You would still date him? Yes. I mean, even though it's like okay. uh, cosmetic, that uh, teeth can be fixed too. I mean, just like true. anything else. But true. if you're doing the effort and kind of have everything I want, uh, I'll, I'll try that out. Okay, so basically you're not going to throw away for one mm-hmm. for one flaw. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm just gonna go with the kids part. I was like, I, yeah. <laughs> I knew, I knew the kids. I, I knew that's where you was going, but I said I'm gonna hold off on that. Okay. And I went, I went teeth because some women they they like they men with teeth. Some women are impartial with it. They don't right. really care. So I, I'm just, I wasn't sure where you was at with it. Okay. All right. Okay. So you listen, man. If your teeth ain't all the way there, man, you be you all right out here, from what I understand. But if you five six. And your teeth is fucked up. <laughs> I don't know what they're going to do for you. You're making me sound awful out here. Jeez. Listen, you'd be surprised. I put another special guest there. They got a lot of lists that come with them. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Got eight figures, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know? So. So what is your ideal woman? Since we want to put the baby into you. Ooh, my ideal woman? What is, who is she? Yeah. What is she? All right. My ideal woman is one. She got to be family oriented. Right. She has to either, if she didn't come from a family, like a big family or whatever, that's cool. But if she got those qualities, I can work with it because I'm really family oriented. Like, I'm close with my family. You know what I'm saying? I got my, my Cray Jizzle in the building. You know what I'm saying? I got my cousin in the building. And, um, you know, I'm real close with my brothers, my sisters. And, uh, you know, that family dynamic is, is big for, for me. So you need that one. You gotta be educated. Like you gotta be educated. Like you ain't had to go to school, mm-hmm. like per se. Like you ain't had to like graduate college and all that. But you gotta be educated. Like you can't be ratchet. Like my ratchet years are gone. Like, so 
Some girls are fun that are ratchet. They cool. And I'm not saying I love ratchet women. That's why they, my ratchet time is gone. Mm-hmm. I've had my fun. Maturity. And I realized I can't build a family with y'all. <laughs> but y'all are a hell of a lot of fun. And I'm but I'm almost 30, so I can't I can't do it. Um so you gotta be you gotta be intelligent in some way. You gotta seek knowledge. I seek knowledge, so that's big. I would like for you to be fit. You know what I'm saying? If you got a little, you know what I mean, a little extra, mm-hmm. a little excess, I ain't tripping, okay? Because okay. like you said, with the teeth, that can be worked upon. Right. Right? You can transform that. I, was, yeah, I wasn't always husky. Now look at me now. I'm cons, you know? Okay. So that's important. You can't be like short, short. Like, what I'm you mean short, short? Short, short is like, you can't be like five, three and under. It's kind of midget status. Yeah, right? like five three and under. I've tried to five three and other women. Like they crazy as hell. Isn't that fun size? It is, yeah. and I had a lot of fun. Like I said, <laughs> but it's they crazy as hell. I can't do it. Like so, you gotta be like up here five 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 six five seven. Like they 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 a little more sane. So average height. yeah, average height. I mean that's cool. You gotta have a sense of humor because I crack jokes. Like if I can't crack jokes on you, you know what I'm saying you can't crack jokes on me. It's not gonna work. It's not gonna work because, like, I, I'm, you know, I'm funny like that. You know, I like to have fun. Like, I be in car rides having a whole party by myself sometimes. That's good to hear. And you in the car, I need to be having a party with you. You want some dull shit? It's not gonna work. Okay. You gotta be like, you gotta be freaky. Like, you can't be boring and shit. Like, I can't do that. You feel me? Me? I ain't gonna lie. Like, I, I have my attention span ain't the big. You mean? Know? It's mm-hmm. like I get bored. So it's like. So freaking the sheets is what you want. Yeah, you, okay. I need that. Because it's like, if I don't have that, it's like, I, like I said, I'm funny. I'm like, girl, we did that same shit last time. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, my God. And, and not all girl, not all women take that well. Like, no, be upset. Exactly. Be like, what? Fuck you. I'll be like, girl, why you all tight? I'm tight. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm joking about it, but humor is a way of me cutting through the awkwardness of telling you we need to try something Change different. Some you know what I'm saying? So you gotta be a freak. You gotta be intelligent. You gotta be like, you can't be short, short, family orientated. And lastly, you gotta be one to get to a bag. Like you getting to a bag has to be a quality that you have. Like, so ambition. Yes, you have to be ambitious or something. It gotta be whatever. But you can't just be like, Take so care. she's unmotivated. You're cutting her off. Unmotivated? No. You just said you wanted somebody who's ambitious. Right, but I said get to a bag, cause you could be unmotivated and get into a bag. You think so? I know so, cause some people they just fall in situations where they get into a bag, but they not capitalizing on them situations. Maximizing off like the profits. Exactly. So like maybe I'm your ambition. Maybe I'm gonna push you to get to that bag when you meet me. And you already get into the bag, so it's like I can help you get the more bags. Nice. You know what I'm saying? But you can have a lot of ambition and not get to no bags. I can't do nothing with that. You know what I'm saying? It's just, <laughs> girl, you got all this ambition and talent, and what am I supposed to do with it? You know right. what I'm saying? I ain't Diddy. I ain't making artists out here. Oh my I, gosh. I can't. I can't. I ain't got that power. So essentially, yeah, that's that's a lot that I think. You know what I'm saying? So that's my idea, woman. But it's like it's hard. Like 2019 is like. Would you ever go on dating apps? I think I was on all them motherfuckers. For real? What? POF, Tinder. You tried Only those? ones I ain't went on is black people meet. Yeah, you got for that little Shit, I was on all of them. Picture profile looking fly to them all. I've never heard nobody actually doing it. What? Talked about it, but never did the. Listen, that's because niggas be lying. I'm a dis. We get into that goddamn bag. Vinciano was on them sites. <laughs> I know y'all see me. I know y'all see me. I don't be on them like actively because mm-hmm. I get them joints like a day. Okay, that's and why you yeah. really pursue it to see. Nah, there be niggas on there. Like there be a lot of like trannies and what? Yo, you don't know what you getting. That's like why I say, I'd rather meet you in person. Exactly. What's going on? It's dangerous. I don't, and I know me. I'm compulsive. I don't know what's going on. I don't want to be in that situation because ain't gonna be no MTV catfish <laughs> if I pull up and it's fucking Timothy oh, and I'm God. thinking I'm finna see Tanya. Like it's gonna be an issue. So. Yeah, I did all them day naps, man. I'm trying to trash. That ain't it. Because mm-hmm. it's just like, you don't know who's real. People message back whenever they message back. Just, ah, 
What are you getting out of it? What about you? You on these apps? Heck no. I just like meet people in person. That's what I was like. You want none of them? No. Not one app. My friends did set up something. I don't know what app it was. For you? Yeah, but I, I told them to delete it literally as soon as they made it up. Because I was like, you got some good friends ever... though. They no, tried. No, I didn't want that. They tried. I feel like I'll probably get more people in my DMs on Instagram than anything else. Like, not to cocky or nothing like that, but you'll find people just like, you can post something and they'll slide in your DMs. No, like, that's, you'll be cocky. Let's get to the back <laughs> You know, bro, but then you'll be cocky. Nah, you, but, you niggas just slide in the DMs. I mean, that's more of the culture now. Like, people just shoot somebody through a DM now, versus are, like meeting up with you. Are you like a Ibaka DM blocker or are you more of a. Let me see, what are you about? I'm nice. That's the problem. You like, nice? I need to start being like, no, I'm fine. Like, I try to like break it down as quick as possible like no i'm fine thank you for being interested and that's uh, it i've said put the thank you so much and then you probably get like a nigga probably get like four or five messages after the thank you <laughs> thank you like you sure like i could change your life yeah. <laughs> like you'll understand like like damn <laughs> now it makes it more awkward and right i really don't want to talk to you after that uh true true yeah. true so what what is the funniest thing you got when someone sliding your dm slid your dm Somebody posted a picture like of them like licking an iPad screen of one. The of, fuck? Yeah, it was a photo, but like I had to post a picture of me on vacation or whatever on my IG story, and uh-huh. like they had like a photo of like somebody licking like an iPod screen. So it was kind of awkward and gross. The fuck? <laughs> I'd be like, hey yo, what is this? Cut? They like sent me hard eyes and they sent that picture. It wasn't them, of course. It was just like a meme, but it was weird. Yo, that is weird as shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna fraud. <laughs> that is very weird. Like I, for me, I feel like. Do you slide in the DMs? Like, yes. Do you do? Shit. I, I set this appointment up. Slide <laughs> oh, in your <God>. DMs. <laughs> That's how I set up this podcast, Joe. Yeah. I, I, listen, listen, listen. For all my men out there, and mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you straight up, do not be ashamed to be in these DMs. Okay? And I'm going to tell you why. This is what the shit was made for. <laughs> okay? <laughs> it wasn't made for nothing else. But a bunch of insecure dudes out here getting the opportunity sliding DMs. Okay? Now, do it respectfully. I'll say that much. Don't slide them DMs. Them DMs talking goofy. Get your ass screenshot. Of course. I love seeing the screenshot. <laughs> That's like, what I'm it's, saying. It's the easiest thing. I really don't know how people send the stuff they send knowing. Full well, everyone on this earth got screenshot. Of course, like the one I just told you about, I screenshotted it and put it on our YouTube just to explain. So I wasn't lying about it. It was crazy. I don't think you lied. <laughs> I don't think I feel like you got better DM slide stories that you ain't yeah. telling me about. To be honest, nah, I gotta look through them actually. You gotta look through them. <laughs> you? So that means you got a lot. I don't got a lot, but I have a good amount. Nobody ever sent you a picture. No, ew. I'll be literally delete them if what? I them like that. No. So no one ever sent you a picture. I don't want no picture. I know you don't want nothing. Yeah, <laughs> but they only did like disrespect me like that. Nobody hit you with the Easter ring. No. Look down. With the, oh shit, dick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, no. Do not do that. No. Hell no. I just, I'm just asking, just for a friend, because I wasn't sure. Okay. Oh, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. Yeah, no. You know, you got the good gal thing going on. Yeah. People try to corrupt the good gals. I try to block it as soon as soon as possible, you know. Listen, I understand that we're living in a time where everything is rushed, right? Yeah. Relationships, time, careers, right? Everything is kind of rushed. What do you take patience on in 2019? For me, it's my craft. It's DJing, podcasting, music. I take Mm -hmm. time with it. I know that eventually it'll get. I'll get to where I want to be. What are you taking time with? I guess my career so far. Like I know I'm not where I want to be. Mm-hmm. I know I want my salary to be a little better. I know I want to be in a certain department. So it's like I gotta take those stepping stones and like blocks to get there. Like kind of just basically learning my role and just right. getting better at it. Networking is really key for me to Networking. get better. Very. I feel like you gotta know people get to the top versus like what you actually know and like your craft. To be honest, because some people are in roles that don't really deserve. Right, that is a fact. People, a, a lot of people are in roles they don't deserve. The, I'll tell you one gem, and after this, we're gonna play a song, and take a little break, and then we'll be right back, and we're gonna get into the fat of the Get to the Bag podcast, episode six, talking about woke Hollywood and talking about some of these flops. So, one of the things that I will say that is today, when it comes to you know getting better at your craft, and when it comes to trying to build yourself up, right? When we were in college, because if mm-hmm. y'all didn't know, 
Me and Mrs. Smith went to Shippensburg. Okay. All right. All right. Ship <laughs> happens. Okay. All right. Uh, we got some other people in the building. They don't like it. That's fine. That's fine. VUU ass niggas. So uh, <laughs> check this out. So when you're you're building your craft, right, and you're trying to accumulate eyes on what you're doing, mm-hmm. right? Whether it's you're in a career, whether you're an entrepreneur. In 2019, one thing that we've seen that is the eye catcher is clout chasing, right? Oh, yeah. It has set people up in their careers, and on top of that, it has opened up new doors for people. And one other thing I've noticed is you go to college, you do what you got to do, you get your papers, you get out into the real world. The one thing they didn't teach you is the people that you met in college and on the road to getting that paper are going to be more important to you than the document itself. Do you agree? I definitely agree with that. Like, I wish I had networked more in college because I was, like, a little bit more shy to do that in, like, a formal setting. Right. But I feel like if I, like, set the time up, even, like, using LinkedIn and other, like, media, like, social media like that just to pursue my career, right. it would have been way easier. Right. And Especially I, when it came to getting jobs. Oh, I felt that way mm-hmm. also. Like, essentially, I feel like college prepares you to try to get a job. I feel like that is one of the main goals they try mm-hmm. to set you up and present yourself so you know how to conduct yourself when that opportunity presents itself, right? Because yeah, there's a lot of things you learn in college that you don't necessarily use, but it's those experiences with those professors, those advisors, those people, these adults, these strangers you've never met that you got to act a certain way, right? right? You learn how to socialize. And then when you hit the ground running out, outside of school, like, you know, like, hey, I'm such and such, I'm such and such. And and you just move freely, whereas if you was a kid, you probably had a mean, sour face looking at him like, what do you want from me, right? So these are the things we think about as we try to set ourselves up for the future. So I'm going to play photos by your boy Vinciano the Prince. Before the Kingdom, the EP is out now. We'll listen to this song, take a little break, and when we come back, we talk about Woke Hollywood. Got some other special guests in the building. We're going to keep this rocking. It's your boy, Vinciano the Prince. Oh, 
Vinciano the Prince, the one and only. Before the Kingdom, I'm on all streaming platforms right now. iTunes, Spotify. You know the deal. You know the, you know what's going on. Now we're back. Got another special guest in the building. Yo, yo. I got Lido for the what's Takeover up? Files in what's the building. Up, what's up? It's been a long time, and I finally got my man on the airwaves. Now this guy has interviewed activists. Celebrities, sports legends, Philadelphia legends, underground battle artists, and your boy Vinciano the Prince right here. We got a couple of them Jones of Vinciano the Prince. We got a couple of them. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. This man man right here is Carl Thomas, a.k.a. Lito out here, ladies and gentlemen. How you feeling, bro? I'm feeling. I'm ready to get to the bag. Goddamn! Uh, I'm ready to say that for a little minute okay. now. Okay. Hey, yo! Before we get into it, though, I would just want to say, bro, I love how you started this podcast, bro. How it started okay. as just Instagram stories every uh-huh. morning. I tune in, and how you turned it into an empire, bro. So, oh, yeah. make sure we turn everybody rise and shine. Uh-huh. And get to the bag, goddamn! Damn, that's what's going on. You see, we got a lot of love in the building. We got a lot of genuine stuff going on right now. Got my boy Lido in the building. And as you know, Lido is more sports orientated than most people out here. I try. I try to get into it. So I sent you in the building after having a great conversation with Miss Smith. Right? I want to segue to you real quick before we get to our woke Hollywood. So first, I want you I want you to give me your take on Stephen A. Smith and his comments on Colin Kaepernick and his workout. And what's been going on? Alright, so I understand where you're coming from. I definitely understand. He's drawling. Right. I feel like he's drawing just because like at the end of the day, bro, you Stephen A, bro. You went to HBCU. Right. You lead and you lead in ESPN for our people. You know right. what I'm saying? So it's like, why are you why are you not necessarily giving him your ass kiss, but why are you just continuing to 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 stop on him just like everybody else? Like he might as well be working for the NFL, I feel like. But exactly. it's like granted. I understand, like that that whole Kaepernick situation is crazy. Even after he, I watched this whole workout live stream. Right. Um, I didn't know about the details. I didn't know about them. Uh, the waiver, canceling, yep. the waiver, everything. I thought that's just what it was, and he looked sharp. But it's he just like, sharp. I felt like after he, I see why Stephen A. said that because it's like after you, after he did a good job, he didn't have to go off. It's like. He, he made his point with the Kunta Kente shirt, you feel me? Right. He, he balled, bust ass at that workout. And then it's like, you come, <laughs> and it's like, you afterwards, you speak to the media and just shit on all the owners and shit on Roger Goodell's. Like, granted, some of the shit could have been said, but, bro, you could have said that after your first practice if somebody right. signed you. Like, right. It, it, to me, it seemed like he did not have any, he doesn't have intentions to of going play back to the, the league. NF, yeah. He just wanted to... Publicity. Yeah. Publicity. And and honestly, I I feel that Stephen A. was trying to make a point that this is a publicity stunt. This isn't a, I'm trying to get back into the NFL stunt. It's how he be saying it. But it's the way he said it. It was terrible. The way he said it, oh, wearing the the Kente shirt and all that. And I'm like, listen. He was talking like Skip Ellis. Yeah, he was. You were basically trying to say this man should hide his blackness. Just so he can get back into the NFL, which is probably the blackest organization out here right now. Okay, so it's like, and like you said, with your platform, and even T.O. said it when he went on the show. With your platform and what you talk about and the power that you have, you can change the narrative. You are ESPN first take, but you choose not to. You choose to chuck and jive and make all of these weird noises when you're on live air and basically talk bad about somebody who's trying to bring awareness to big issues in the community. Damn it. It's like, it, it, that shit, it's just weird. I could cuss. 
Let's get to the bag podcast, we'll man. cuss on the file, so I ain't used to cussing. Be yourself. Well, so. listen, I see I done had a little, a little sip of that yak. Oh, yeah. We, we got the crown royal cool <laughs> black in here. But no, it's like good. Stephen A. It's like he's just like, it's like he's giving all the, the people at the table. We always talk about, you know, the people at the table. We right. don't want to open their door. We don't want to sit at the table. But he's giving the people at the tables a point at, but like, yeah, you know what? We should have never gave him that workout or exactly. this is why we didn't sign him. Granted, Kaepernick didn't make it any Giving it validation, yeah. You feel me? Like, he honestly, I feel like everybody deserves to speak for, bro. You could have did that. If you really wanted to go to the league, it's time and place for everything. It is. And I honestly initially didn't agree with how Callan Kaepernick went about the protest at all. I thought that he should have kept football, football. You ain't like the knee? The knee situation, to me, initially, I was for it. But... With each press conference he did and each bad game he had, I believe that it was more and more of a publicity stunt than you're trying to bring awareness. So what do you feel like he was trying to uh, disprove from that publicity stunt? What do you think he was trying to accomplish I think from a, that? Initially, he was trying to bring awareness to an issue. But if you remember that year, the 49ers were doing terrible. And he wasn't doing good either. And I think it was a way to keep his career pumping. Like, I thought it was a PR move that got bigger than he thought it was going to get. Plain and simple. He had had to know the the impact. Because even looking back in, what was it, 97 with... uh, Abdul Ra- Raouf. Right. Abdul Raouf. He, he, Chris Jackson, you feel me? He changed his whole name, stopped kneeling, you know, and really expressed his uh, his religion when he turned in right. when he turned Muslim, uh, started believing in Islam. But my, it's like. But my thing is, and I'm happy you bring this up because this goes back into world culture. Football is entertainment. People watch football because they want to be entertained, essentially, right? And when people want to be entertained, they don't want to. They don't want to get educated while they're entertained. They want excitement. They want to be able to look at the screen and get lost in whatever's going on, right? That's what people want. Now, when you're a quarterback in the league, you're a face of whatever franchise you are. And I feel like initially I understood what he was trying to do, but I think he should have kept it separate from the game and did it on his own time. And I think the teams would have respected him more because then people want to follow his trend by bringing it to the game and would have kept it outside. He could have used the same celebrity, but just kept it outside of the NFL game. And it would have been easier to get back in the NFL I don't, I don't feel you on that, bro. Because even wasn't that Carl Lewis the track guy? Right. When when they when they raised their fists when right. they won the first of their uh, gold medal is like you they were said, fighting for different things, bro. But I mean that that all played played a impacted affected it. Yeah, it, it affected it. Role in it. But it's just like, dog, you got Muhammad Ali during his time speaking about activism and speaking about all the. But this this is my problem. And, They're not on the same level. Neither of them. What you mean? The guys, the first one you, the first guys you named. Carl Lewis. All right, you saw what he was. First and second place. Okay. All right, Muhammad Ali, the most iconic boxer of our time. So you saying if Kaepernick he been the is number not one quarterback that year, he it would have been cool to knee? Yes. Nah, you we people. Let me tell. You, let me explain. People respect performance. If he was performing well, but the 49ers were doing bad, I guarantee you, people would have looked at him differently because they would have said, "Oh." This guy is sacrificing the fact that he's playing good so people can focus on what he's, the message he's trying to send for the awareness of the issue. But you can't be playing bad or not playing good and then try to bring awareness because then people always can say, oh, it's a publicity scut. This is a scapegoat. You understand? Like if Lamar Jackson right now, who is probably the MVP of the NFL, start doing what Kaepernick did. They kicking his black ass off. They ain't kicking nobody out. You know why? Because Lamar Jackson is the future of the NFL. They know it. Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, these are the future of the NFL. They know it. But we live in a world where these white people, and not to say these white people, but these, no, they, they these white. white people. They're white, Caucasians. They, they, they know when we're at our weakest and most vulnerable. So you, right. who's not to say that? I'm, I'll be talking No, it's man. cool, it's cool. Who's not to say that Lamar Jackson had this great year and then start 0-2 next year? Now he cut. 
just because of the bullshit. Well, because of taking a knee, you feel me? Like, it's like even Antonio Cromartie, you know what I'm right. saying? He got cut from the Colts because of taking a knee after two games. Right. Nobody spoke about it. Nobody said that. He was balling them two games. Right. And they just cut him. Great. Right. Yeah, He's a little older. He's a corner, you know. Yeah, but I don't know. I just feel like... I feel the, the initial point for the initial statement, I just yeah, it's like, like you balling, but then making a point isn't going to be valid. Like, and then I think that, like for example, it's results. The results gets the attention, and matter. you know it matters. And I think Kaepernick should have gave himself time to prove he can really play before he really. He took him to the Super Bowl. That wasn't the year he wanted to do this. He should have did it that year. <laughs> if he did it that year, I would have respected it way more. Let's keep it a B. All right, so so real quick. All right, man. I'm sorry. What was your name again? Austin. Austin. So as a as a as an African American woman, a young beautiful black woman, how do you feel about that particular situation? Uh, I feel like we should respect one another. I mean, if he's taking the knee, just kind of stand up for his rights. We should respect him and also pay him. Like I feel like Colin, they just kind of kick him to the curb depending on whatever he's standing up for. Just like if you know somebody's morals and they want to stand by it, don't like tear them down. That's cool. Let me ask you a question real quick. All right, so no, but this this is just like life. You feel me? So say, how would you feel? Say you had your business, your um, your podcast, right? One of your workers, she wanted. Say you give out 15 minute breaks. She feel like she need an hour break. So now they not doing a segment. She's stopping her segments. You feel me? Cutting them short because they not getting an hour break. How would you feel as a business owner, first and foremost? I listen to their needs of expecting like why they want that hour break first and how to have them explain it to me. But then it's like you also have to respect what you signed up for. If I said it was a fifteen minute break, then you should abide by that. Right. It's like, you agree to do something else. Like I get my something else might come up. You might need more than a fifteen minute break, and I'll help you with that. Just it's like if you already agreed to something, don't go against it. So that's real. And I and honestly, and going back to that, because I want to wrap this up and keep moving. Colin Kaepernick know what he signed when he first initially got to the NFL. What they support and what they don't support. He knew the parameters of that contract and what was acceptable and what wasn't. And I will be honest, he is a quarterback. He's not a D lineman. He's not a wide receiver. He's the face of whatever franchise he plays. And if you want to go be brother, soldier man, brother, soldier, Kuta Kinte man, that's fine. But you can't do that on these white billionaires' dime. And that's all I'm saying. We know that. He knows that. And I feel like he hurt himself to get back into the league by by dragging it out as long as he did. Everything he's doing now is fine. The whole, the change of the location, that was cool because at the end of the day, they were trying to sweep him under the rug. And there was a waiver he was going to sign that was bullshit. And on top of that, no, they was going to make it so no team signed him. And he might have a chance for next year because there's no point in somebody signing him now. But I do think what he's been doing now is good, but... The damage has been done to his, you know, his image. And people like Stephen A his football don't image. help it. His football image. Like, his personal images, I'm fine with. But his football image has been damaged. That's why I said he should have did it outside of the NFL. Because it hurt his image as a player. You feel me? Do you want your starting quarterback any given week? Thinking if he's going to be Louis Farrakhan or he's going to be Kyle Kaepernick. You know what I'm saying? The and, honorable. Excuse me, the honorable. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? You don't know. And you can't gamble with your quarterback like that. You understand? I just wish he had a plan. That, like he had yes, no he had no plan. I think he wanted to shoot awareness, but didn't think how big it was going to be. And now you got people with huge platforms talking however they want about you. And it's not right. But moving on to our last topic that I wanted to really talk about. Woke Hollywood, right? So I'm going to give you a rundown of some movies that have coming out. Because I'm really big in movies. Right, and I know you might not have seen these movies, and that's why, yeah. Oh, yeah, you you, already you already know. So, the populist, all right, they're countercharging that the politics and the agenda in the woke Hollywood is basically storytelling is the issue, right. For example, Charlie's Angel, the new movie that came out, it did terrible box office. It did like nine million the first day. It did less than thirty million, and then the movie took at least eighty million to make. It's crazy how all those millions are box office. Box like office failures. Failures. Nine million is a failure. That's, That's a failure. Crazy. Yeah, I mean, you're putting eighty-five million into a movie. I mean, you you want to see at least half of that smash, or at least sixty-five percent of it smash the first weekend. 
right? So Charlie's Angel, flop. Terminator, Dark Fate, flop. Um, you didn't see none of these commercials. I didn't see any commercials for these movies. You didn't even know they was really coming out, right? Um, what else flopped? Uh, Harriet flopped. I heard that was a, a whole slew of My inaccuracies. Mom actually would take a like, she was it good? It twice. She said, Some people did like good. it, but I heard it had a lot of inaccuracies in it. Queen is Slim. Queen is Slim. I did not see that yet. But, man, listen. You got support. You got support. We got to support. I don't think so. And plus, we and, and we ain't promoting bullets to get to the back pocket. I don't need the fans coming after me. Well, I don't need them coming after me like they did drama. You know what I'm saying? So, Batwomen, uh, Charlie's Angels, all these movies and shows, they're doing bad because Hollywood has an agenda where they're trying to infuse this lesbian, gay, queer agenda with woman empowerment and throw it all into one weird bag and serve it up to people, right? Like Captain Marvel, right? People, like it did pretty decent, but it's like people didn't really know what they were getting out of Captain Marvel, right? Wonder Woman did really good because it was sexy, Wonder it was Woman. edgy, and it was powerful, right? But they, Wonder Woman wasn't trying to teach you anything, right? She was just Wonder Woman, right? All these other shows and movies are trying to teach you about woman empowerment, or they're trying to force feed you why men need to respect women going into more action roles, right? Now, my problem with it is I support good storytelling and good narratives. If the storytelling ain't there, I don't care what the shit is about. It could be about black empowerment, woman empowerment. If the story is whack, it's whack. It's not going to sell because like I said before, entertainment is entertainment. People want to be entertained before they're taught, right? They want to be taught, they'll go to school, right? So, Woke Hollywood, do you think this is something that's going to continue? Do you think Hollywood's going to give it up and just realize that the audience don't want to see this? Or are we going to see more Woke films, TV shows, etc.? Um, I, I noticed that you mentioned, like, they're trying to push on, like, gay and, like, kind of lesbian roles and, like, people get more awareness about that. Yep, you kind of see it even on, like, television shows between, like, young kids being gay and just trying to right. be accepting of that. Right. So I feel like that role is going to be really important in movies. I don't think they're going to get rid of that, of course, but I think they should change the role of women's and, like, leadership of doing, like, movie roles. Just, like, instead of having them be so dominant, just, like, somewhat masculine in a sense. You kind of yeah, look at them, I'm like, you think you of a that. man, like, the way the characteristics are, the way they try to handle business. Captain like, Marvel. I didn't see that movie, but I... I'm I like, seen her. Okay. I seen what she looked like. She's <laughs> Yes. <Yeah>. Very. <laughs> but it should... I mean, a woman is soft. Like, a woman's, like... I don't know, have those qualities. Warm. Yeah, don't Kendrick. make them be, like, a man because trying to be dominant. Sexy. So they should change that. Strong. And I feel like oh, it's hard because just the time that we live in, like, look who the president is, how he talks right. to women, come at women. So it's like, we have to show he, women in a certain light, not necessarily saying a masculine light, but it has to be equality all the way around. You right. feel me? So that's really the art of us all coming together. You know what I'm saying? To just, the, if we live Me Too movement. Crazy hey, right now, whoa, you feel me? Whoa, like, watch the Me Too movement is crazy right mm-hmm. now. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, like, with the Me Too movement, with Trump, I'm sorry, damn, my fault, that's a habit. With the Me Too movement, with Trump being president, then you got all the tra- sex trafficking and everything oh, going on. Savage. I feel like that's kind of what we need at this particular time, those women to play those more stronger roles, and more I independent roles, more masculine roles. that the time is perfect. It's just not hitting. But the writing and writing the scripts sucks. and and the the action, what they're serving up, isn't good. But it is. I. It's either they're not investing in good writing and good scripts so they can successfully relay these messages, or they're being lazy. I think they just don't know how to tell the story. Or they're not hiring a lot of female writers. They're not hiring people who actually been through this experience and trying to tell right. their story through the stories. Right. They also just need to just understand. It's like people are people. Like if you haven't been through that like certain experience, don't try to tell the story. It's like right. when white writers try to tell a black person or a black person's story. Like, right. It doesn't make sense because you haven't experienced it. Nope. So it's like if you're having writers just explain the story they don't know, it's going to come out awful and people are going to be unimpressed. 
and that's what's going on with the last three or four movies that's been going on. Elizabeth Banks, who did Charlie's Angels. And I watched the first two Charlie's Angels. They were good. Classic. They were very good. And they were very good because they had sexy, strong women characters. Emphasis on sexy. We all know sex sales, right? But it's not just about showing a woman's body. It's about showing a woman who has a great personality that matches the body that is strong enough to know that she is independent and knows what she's working with, right? That was Charles Angel 1 and 2, right? There was three chicks, sexy, and they used what they had to for the success of the mission, right? They, they used a lot of their wits, their brains, their cunning. But now that's like, you can't really do but that now. you can't even do they, that. They forcing that Me Too movement. Exactly. And, and granted, I'm, I'm all with the Me Too movement in the, in the right situations. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, you can't you can't promote all this sexiness now when the time where y'all trying to show men that you can't just act because she's sexy. Exactly. Now everything is a million percent consent. Yeah. Like, you feel me? Yeah. Right. That's how it should be. Yeah. Don't get me fucked up. That's how it absolutely oh, should yeah. be. Oh, yeah. But it's just like, you can't really push certain stuff no more because it's like a cause and effect type of thing. You feel me? Yeah. And that's another thing now. And that's a problem with some of these movies they're putting out because they feel like they can't show a a sexy, strong, dominant woman because they want to show a strong, like, dominant woman without the sex appeal, right? They want to show all of that without the sex appeal. But the problem is, people, what I, what I say earlier, sex sells. People want to be entertained. Some people might come not for the plot and all that extra shit, but just to, just to look at the people that's on the TV. <laughs> just to look at the people that's on the screen. So if I'm coming to look at who's on the screen, but I'm not really coming for all that special spaz and jazz you talking, but you got everybody on the screen looking real aggressive and unapproachable, then guess what? I'm not gonna go see that movie. Listen, there's one movie that I saw that was really good. It's um, Hidden Figures. I'm pretty sure everybody saw that. But oh, it's like, yeah. no one was really sexually like appealing in that movie, but it was just a good movie because it's good actors. It's a story. It's a story. It was great. Yeah. It's right. like, if they are able to capture the story, and I mean, I guess they have sex appeal if you have to have that, but it's like, the story has to capture the audience. Right. It has to catch storytelling. And that's what I've seen a lot of writers say. Progressive storytelling is the progressives. The people who are actively fighting for these agendas, they need to work on the storytelling aspects of what they're trying to sell if they want people to receive it, okay? Because in 2019 and to 2020 and beyond, people are not for the BS. They can smell a corny movie show a mile away, right? So, lastly, we're going to go into stamps. I'll make some, one more statement about yeah, the Go ahead, bro. Feel like we all got nowadays everybody got short attention spans they might as well just stop chopping these movies up two hours make them like 45 make minutes 45 to an hour, hour, yeah. hour 15 the new irishman movie is three, three hours bro i watched that on netflix last night it's bro. three but hours yo, i'm not gonna lie it's that good is right a great three hours i'm gonna like, check it out you got al pacino i mean you got the the guys the yeah, real Costa nostra actors in Dude, there they talking something bro, spice spice right movie, spice. oh yeah they getting kinky Oh, yeah, I'm going to check that out for sure. And and honestly, the movies are getting longer and longer. I don't know what that's about. But even what you said, if, if they're going to do that, chop it up, slice it up, dice it up, and serve it up in increments, right? That, like, uh, 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 what, what's their name? Candy Ring. I mean, not Candy Ring. Damn, I can't think of their name. New Edition. That's how they did the yep. New Edition. The New Edition biopic. biopic was really good how they did that. Even Bobby, the Bobby Brown one. Yeah, yeah. They did it the same format. People... Nowadays, we'll look at a 5 to 10 minute video, 15 minute video before they see something an hour and a half. Especially if they think they about to get educated. They ain't going to click on it. They ain't going to click on it. <laughs> Why you didn't take over files five minutes? <laughs> okay. You got to you gotta adapt and you got to keep moving. That's just what's going on. So, you know, wrapping, uh, wrapping up the woke Hollywood and uh, topic, um, I want to segue to the last topic which is stamps now stamp is something we do on the show when you talk about a movie or show that you're watching that you want to refer to the people because i know they be bored and it's getting cold i don't know where you live at but we over here near philly and it's cold so 
some of the shows that I'm watching right now that are really good that I think that y'all really should check out are Godfather of Harlem, Forrest Whitaker doing his best work on Epics. Bodying. You got Malcolm X on there. You got a Malcolm X character on there. You got a Powell character. Call him Powell character. You got some people that they're acting as on this show, and they're really doing a great job. Right. So if you didn't see that, Godfather of Harlem, check it out. Another one that I really like is Watchmen on HBO. Regina King is doing a great role, probably one of the best roles of her lifetime. She's really captivating the role. You know, HBO's shows have great production. The acting is there. Check it out. I think you'll really like it. And lastly, a show that I've gotten to in season two with Lorenz Tate, All-American. I gotta watch that. Tay Diggs, I'm sorry. Uh, Lorenz Tate is in power. <laughs> That's my fault. My fault. That's my fault. Shout out to Lorenz Tate. Uh, Lito did uh, interview him. Shout out to Lorenz Tate. That's my fault. Um, and uh, All American is also a great show. It's about a high school uh, football player that goes from Crenshaw. They The first episode, they did a um, tribute to Nipsey Hussle. And um, he goes from Crenshaw to Beverly Hills to play football. A lot of drama, a lot of good stuff. Check that out. It's spicy, like you said. Spicy. <laughs> now, from both of y'all, I'm going to need one stamp before we get out of here. Um, so I like to watch this. This is us. It's such a really good show. I usually cry watching it regardless. Cause like, Austin a, cries. Yeah, I do. Was, the show's good. Like a story, like you said earlier, it's good. But make sure you guys check it out. I think this it's is on us. NBC. Possibly. Yep, NBC. I watched three shows. Man. Three shows. Give me one. I watched four of them. You took two of them. I took two of them. Yeah, I right, called cool. the Harlem and All American. So oh yeah, they good jobs. I'm gonna have to say, yo, Charm. I'm what? Wow, the new one. The new reboot. I like. Oh, I it. I You're like the first it. one that gave. I'm gonna check it out now because I'm really against I reboots. Say, I'm, I like the original Crew Piper. Of course. Like, I was. I was coming uh, home watching. Uh, Charm oh yeah. Damn oh TNT. yeah. I mean, so like this reboot, oh, it's shit good. It's okay, good. yeah, you know, Charmed up there with Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Like I ain't really do all that though. I just watch Charmed. Like oh, I was me. like all sports as a kid in Charmed. Charmed was like, lit. And a little bit of General Hospital. Shout out to my mom. You know what I'm saying? Okay, but, okay. Charm, Charm, dark. That new Charm might be it. Oh, can I say one more? Go ahead, go ahead. Empire is. Empire, Empire? the last season of Empire. Yo, I still, I still Juicy have yet to miss the Empire. I still have yet to miss the Empire in uh, episode. Um, it's the last season. Everybody tune in. New nights on Friday. New nights on Friday. You hear this? Friday's eight o'clock. Everybody I'm trying to get that check. So you, you hear this? Damn, man? Holler. Listen, it's the Get to the Bag podcast. Yes, Austin, yeah. thank you for coming thank by. Thank you for having me on. Had a great time. Please tell these people where to follow you, subscribe to you, the whole nine. I got this super cute card here. I'm going to yes. hold it down. <laughs> Our business card. <laughs> but make sure you follow me at Hillary Banks. Well, triple underscore Hillary Banks on uh, Instagram. Yep. And then for the good gals, make sure you guys follow us on Instagram as well. So it's good underscore gals and also make sure you subscribe to our channel on youtube i just appreciate get to the bag god damn it uh-huh time okay <laughs> uh-huh um, you're definitely gonna be back um my goal is when we do another live show is get all the good gals on there and we can even have a forum we have some good gals we have some get to the bad guys on there and we can really get into it Lito, please let these people know where to follow you and what's going on. Oh, so we got a lot going on, man. We got the Super Bowl coming up. We definitely gonna, we just got to prove for us. Super Bowl. You feel me? I don't know what number they on, but next Super Bowl, we're going to be at the Pro Bowl. Uh, we're going to be Miami, December 20th, messing with Boom Cups. We got a celebrity basketball game out there. Um, we got a lot in store for y'all, man. I just appreciate all the love. Five yeah. years in the making, man. Five years. Um, make sure real quick, just make sure y'all check out our last episode. Uh, real quick, shout out to the homies, Press Balls Production, Triple Press T Media, Balls. Famous Shells, that's the squad. They just got that Dave East interview, so yes, sir. Now, make sure y'all check out my last interview with Michael. I mean, not Michael Big, but I'm Iverson, Wallow 267 Follow us at the underscore takeover files. That is the underscore takeover files follow me also at Lido takeover follow the squad takeover files media takeover files sports tof the motherfucking countdown without the motherfucking but you know tof underscore countdown you know how we do it's your boy Lido takeover man get to the motherfucking bag god damn it uh-huh it's your boy vinci out of the press you know exactly what it is thank you for both my special guests coming through sending out 
Get to the Bag Podcast. This will be the first live podcast streaming on Apple, Apple Music, going live. And we're going to get it up on SoundCloud. And we're going to get it up on the YouTube channel. Subscribe to Vinciano. Check out Vinciano the Prince before the kingdom out on all streaming platforms. Austin, thank you. Lito, thank you. You know what it is. We're going to keep rocking out. And until next time, get to the bag, goddammit.